we're back now at Voice America. This is Mike Hayes, and with me now is Robert Phoenix. Robert, welcome. Hey, Mike. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Great to have you here with us on Voice America. And Robert is a multi-talented guy. He uh, he has uh, and he's an astrologer. He has a media company. He's been in dot coms and high tech and all kinds of different things, right? Tell us a little bit about your background in terms of what we kind of briefly talked about in terms of where we'd like to see this interview go. Yeah, sure. So if you go back in time to the 1990s, I was involved in music distribution. It was a very different time. Mom and pop shops. And, we, you know, it was like a boiler room. We'd get into a room. We'd just start calling and banging on record stores and selling records and CDs directly. That's all gone now, obviously. Radical shift, radical change. Uh, when I left that, I was really drawn into the metaphysical world. It had always been a part of my life. But I went from that to getting deeply into psychic research. I uh, became a kind of a trained medium of sorts. I was part of one of the first psychic networks. It was a real legit place here out of San Francisco. Kind of a guy who was an expat from AT&T. Worked with a group of psychics, and I was one of their first employees. I did that for about a year and a half. Had some amazing experiences. It was almost like remote viewing. I was able to see into people's homes and their and their husbands and describe them to a T. And it was like something got really switched on at that time. So there was this convergence of media, information, technology. It was all nascent pre-internet, right? And then what happened is I went through that space for a while, did tarot readings and got really, really good at that. But there was always this music thing in the background. And I wound up also kind of tag teaming with a magazine called Mondo 2000, which was really bleeding edge. It was on the cover of Time Magazine and Newsweek. It came out of the whole cyber culture scene, which is really, really endemic to this area, the Bay Area, where you had Silicon Valley meeting psychedelics. So you have visionaries, people that would take these trips, right? And then they would try to figure out, well, how can we use technology to begin to build out into that psychedelic space? So Jaron Lanier, VR, it was John Perry Barlow, William Gibson. It was a really fertile time. So I moved over to Mondo and I started to become part of their music group and interviewed tons of musicians. I helped build their first website, believe it or not, very early form of e-commerce, selling magazines. And at that point, I was snatched up by a company called eMusic. For the next five years of my life, I was in the dot-com space and we were selling MP3s, which was radical at that time. And now MP3s seem incredibly quaint. We've got Spotify, we've got YouTube, there's a revolution in media that's happening and it's tearing apart the hierarchical structures. So as an astrologer and somebody who works with people on a daily basis, whether it's coaching or reading their charts or putting my media out there, it's a really exciting time to be part of this revolution. I think so too. And let's kind of go from the specific, let's drill down and start with the work you do with an individual and then let's take it big and go to where the media is changing and how getting the word out is so important and how it's changed so much. So I now... One of your areas of specialty that you've talked to me about is how you are maybe a little bit more of a detective where you can drill down a little bit deeper than a lot of other people might be able to because of your great experience where I'm sure you really fine-tune your skills. Tell me a little bit about what makes you different. Well, I think one of the things that makes me different is I'm an intense listener. And it's not just listening on on a verbal level. I'm listening... And this is one of the wonderful things about the internet. It really just cuts time and space. 
not just in half, it just, just eliminates it completely. So when I have a Skype client, and Skype is one of the great secret, secret weapons, it's fantastic. I can work with people all over the world. But when I have that experience, it is really kind of a, a, a bio, it's, a it's an experience that engages the biocircuitry. I'm feeling them through time-space. I'm listening to everything on the audible and inaudible level. And so for me at that point, it's about taking a risk and working with maybe something I see in the chart or something that I'm feeling and trying to find that kind of inroad, that navigational point. So I think the thing that maybe sets me apart from other astrologers, I don't know, is I go off the reservation. And I'm willing to you know, sort of prod and go into other areas and I'm feeling intuitively guided to have a communication or an experience with. Let, let me give just a, a thumbnail sketch of my own media background so that as we have this discussion, people kind of understand where I'm coming from. My background was 10 years with NBC in New York, okay, 30 Rockefeller Plaza. Then I went from there to CNN in LA. In, in NBC, I covered uh, pro athletes on the field of play. At NBC, I covered celebrities on the red carpet. And now I love covering entrepreneurs on LinkedIn. That's kind of my current new field of play. So uh, let's you and I talk to our fellow entrepreneurs because the media is becoming more entrepreneurial and entrepreneurs are becoming more media companies. So let's you and I kind of talk to our fellow entrepreneurs about the new ways of getting the word out, about spreading the word. The big media shift to me, and you can address this, is both the problem for getting new clients but within it is also the solution. If you know it's not difficult, but it's different. So let's talk a little bit about that from your perspective. Well, from, from my perspective, I mean, I see this coming from like the music business, right? And if you go back in the, sort of the old paradigm, Warner Brothers or Columbia, you would have say like a Michael Jackson or you might have an Aretha Franklin and they, they'd be, you know, their, their keystone artists. And they would sell, you know, 30 million records. And those 30 million records would then provide the opportunity to go out and get some boutique artists. They served a purpose. And through that process, though, there were filters. And the filters were, uh, could you sell a record? Were you good? Was there somebody at the company that would go to bat for you? Well, when we have this new technology that's come on board, anybody can make a record, which is great. But the filters have gone away. So there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of people all scrambling to get through the noise and to get to the top. Or not to the top, but to be heard, yeah. to be seen. Yeah. And I think it's the people that figure out how to get into that upper 5% of the bandwidth. Those are the people. And they may not be the best people, by the way. No. But they figure out how to get to that upper 5% bandwidth. And those are the people that are going to be noticed. And those are the people that are going to have either the business or the traction or the longer arc of their career. Now, how they do that, that's really where the secret sauce is. And I think we're all beginning to sort of put those tools together, whether it's Twitter, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, whether it's an amalgamation, whether it's a new emerging technology that brings them all together. And I, I think that that's where it's at. And the, the most successful people are the ones that are gonna be able to master that. Now, I think that there's a trade-off because if you're engaged in the application of social media, where's the media work? Because there are some people that are great practitioners, but lousy about social media. I think there's a real opportunity out there for people to find those people and to grab them and say, hey, look, you're like the Nick Drake of whatever that is. And we love what you're doing. I think there's a whole field out there for A&R and social media. And that's what I'd like to see happen. 
you know, I think it could be a really exciting and rich field. I do too. I, I think it's about uh, the conversation, about storytelling. People still love to hear stories. I think there's a lot of amazing solutions like, you know, right here around us. We're surrounded by coaches and healers with amazing solutions. So let's talk a little bit about cause and effect. You know, if you hit a bell, you know it's going to ring. So mm -hmm. then you can tell the future, right? Yep. Because you know that you make that cause, the effect's going to be that it rings. Right. What are you seeing around us today about where you think maybe the media is going? Well, I, I think what we're seeing with everything is decentralization. I think decentralization is the platform. If you look at millennials, they are a decentralized uh, group a decentralized demographic. They don't have a lot of interest in capitalism. Uh, they don't have a lot of interest in conforming. So out of this decentralization, I think we'll get some interesting models. And some of them will stick. Some of them, there will be traction with some. Uh, we've already seen things like Snapchat. And, you know, there are, yeah. thing, there are things that have emerged already. Right. We're going to see more. But that decentralization model is going to be across all these platforms, including money and how we get compensated for what we do. That's going to change. Astrologically, we've got Uranus coming into Taurus. One of the things that's really fascinating, some people might know this, others may not, but we're, astrologically, we're in Uranus and Aries, which is a 74-year cycle. The last time Uranus and Aries was in Aries was between 1926 to 1933. All the great inventions of the 20th century were born out during that time. We have sonar, we have radar, we have television, the computer program. You name it, it was all happening right then. And then after that, Uranus and Taurus, what happened? Taurus is physical. We put it into manufacturing. So what's happening now, we're going to see stuff with this Uranus and Aries shift, which is going to be mind-blowing, some of which could be empowering, some of which might be very disempowering if we allow it to. But the manufacturing cycle is going to start to happen in about two years. There's going to be new tools, and hopefully the plateau that we've experienced uh, technologically with the cell phone, hey, the cell phone's great. But it plateaued about seven years ago. We need something new. We need a new interface. And hopefully with Uranus and Taurus, that's going to come into play. But when it does come into play, the normal models of remuneration and compensation, they're going to change as well. So people have to be, get, they're going to have to get ready for adapting to a new economic model as well. Okay, let me uh, give you my own filter on where the future is going, okay? I think uh, the new playing field was really built by Reid Hoffman and LinkedIn. For, and the reason I say that, I look at the way LinkedIn has evolved. It's become like a virtual trade show. It's not just a job site anymore. It's really changed. The people there make about 120000 a year versus on Facebook, they only make 60000 So if you're in business, it's not just about business, but when you're in business, it is about business, right? Yep, yep. And it's about making money because money is the fuel that drives the car. I don't care if you have Maserati, if you don't have any money. Maserati sits in the garage. Yeah, That's right. exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Now, the, the solution that I believe is going to emerge, and you know, like I say, my own filter, you know, Voice America, I do audio books. I think it's the spoken word. I think humans love to hear other humans. They want it short and sweet. They don't have a lot of time. That's right. They want to hear from the heart. They, you can't get that in text. You can't, it's so hard. It, yeah, you can do it in text, but it takes a long time. you got to read a whole book to really get to the heart of the matter. But with audio, you can get it right there. It's theater of the mind. It's feeling. It's the voice. It's all of these somatics, I guess. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that. 
Well, from an astrological perspective, if you look at the outer planets, do they determine kind of where the culture moves and, and grows and shi- shifts and shapes? Uh, we can start with Jupiter right now in the sign of Virgo. Virgo is a mutable planet, right? It's a mutable sign. We go into Saturn. Saturn's in Sagittarius. Mutable sign. We go into Uranus and Aries. Aries is a cardinal sign. We go into Neptune. Neptune is in Pisces. Mutable sign. We go into Pluto, the final sort of gateway until we get outside the solar system. It's in Capricorn. It's a cardinal sign. What are we missing here? We're missing fixed. Fixed is something that grounds us, connects us to the earth. It's kind of slow moving. It takes commitment. We don't have that with the outer planets. What do we have? Mutable, fast, change, adaptable, cardinal, actualizing, activating, catalyzing. So to your point, we are in a phase and cycle where things are moving very, very quickly. People that are nimble, light of foot, and can be adaptable, they're the ones that are going to be really successful during this time. Because the old fixed models are going away. Spoken word is great. Takes us back to Atlantis, right? In Atlantis, we had the spoken word model, but we were speaking into crystals, which created pictures. So maybe that's where we're headed. There's this interface where maybe one day you and I are having this conversation, and we've got avatars out there in the world that people are looking at. And they're talking, and they're being able to kind of, you know, relate. And maybe people can shift those avatars. Maybe I'm looking like somebody from Alpha Centauri, and you're looking like a talking bear. I mean, this is where we're headed, right? I think they do exist right now, and I'll tell you what they are. I think they're uh, audio book covers. They're book covers that go in your, your email signature, and there's your book cover. Oh, okay, that's cool. He's written a book, the top three things I need to know about something. You hit that button, boom. There's my little avatar right there speaking to you instantly. Absolutely. Isn't that cool? Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about who should get a hold of you ideally you know as a as a coach let's say let's start there yep well as a coach or uh, or a reader whatever you want well to do. so they're, they're two very different environments right and with a with an astrological reading what i try to do with people is give them a sense of their charts look at where the planets are and find two or three places that you know make some kind of difference in the here and now and so if you're looking for like a car, a tune-up, right? You want to come in, you want to get a reading. If you want me to get under the hood and, and you know, rebuild your engine, uh, that's the coaching place. And I love the coaching space. And, I, and I've worked with everybody who's gone through uh, grief, people that have lost people. That's a fairly common theme. And they just come into my life. It's very powerful. Uh, and I also have worked with people, in, in, in most cases this is women, who have suffered sexual abuse or violence. And I actually find that to be very, very rewarding, a very safe space, and can work with some of those folks. But also people have business ideas. I love to help grow business ideas because I'm in touch with a lot of different models, a lot of different solutions, good ideas, and I love to kind of brainstorm in that astrological place. So if you're building a business or you're tearing down a structure or pattern and you want to rebuild, that's where I can. I think I can really help out. Very cool. And how should people get a hold of you? RobertPhoenix.com is my website. You could go to uh, Robert Phoenix or RobertPhoenix.com. That's a good way of getting a hold of me. And by the way, I'm also on Gaia TV, which is a new media model. I'm there once a quarter with Regina Meredith. We talk about astrological predictions. I've got 25 shows there on Gaia TV that I've done as well. If you want to check in with them. So there's a lot of different ways you you can grab a hold of me. Very cool. All right. With Robert Phoenix, I'm Mike Hayes on Voice America. Robert, thanks for joining me. Mike, it's been great. Thank you. Thank you.